The following program is hosted by immature, irreverent, obnoxious, and often disgusting young men. Listener discretion is advised. This time on Nude Clan, Craig and I review Burnout Jihad. Welcome yeah! to another God, episode fuck. of the Nude Clan. I am your host, Caleb. I'm your other host, Joe. Caleb Craig. And, oh, uh, today, Caleb and I are going to be reviewing Burnout Revenge, the wonderful PlayStation 2 game. That After made. six hours of reviewing Final Fantasy Tactics, yep. we haven't <laughs> talked enough today. Nope. We have not. At least this time I don't have to be a part of this and someone won't be shouting at me the entire review. <laughs> maybe uh, he still will, though. You don't know that. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Joe, burn out. <laughs> I've never played it, Craig. Stop, stop yelling at me. Why the fuck have you played it? <laughs> it is a pretty good racing series. I, I won't deny. Um, yeah, we uh, Craig and I finished that a few weeks back, and it is whose review? Whose request was it? Skull Hotties, yep. I believe. It was the winning game out of that uh, out of that bunch. So I guess we needed Strange. a racing game. Um, Caleb and I have decided that we're going to do this. We're going to combine the points for story and gameplay and just do it out of twenty because there is no story. It's not like just the yeah. light story. It's just nothing. Oh, the way we've done that before is you just do the four categories and then you use math. And yeah, it I, averages out to out of fifty each. Yeah, I know we, how to do it. It's very easy. Well, I know how to do that math too. It's just I think it's I just think cross multiplying do, and then you divide it by the denominator. I'll just do it. No, I know, but I think we've done it before. I think with this game though, I think we should do it out of twenty for gameplay. Why? I think that's how we should approach it. You could just give every section five more points or whatever. Well, why would we give it five more it's, points? The soundtrack. I'll serve. Just do it out of ten. Uh, like we've done before because with yeah. gameplay you have replayability which is also gameplay so your gameplay already gets out of 20 really yeah I guess yeah. alright fine I'll just take care don't worry about no, it no I know how to do the math I'm not an idiot I'm just saying like I think not with that games, many people don't remember how to do that stupid crap with so. games that don't have a story I think it's although I guess in the an idiot in the end know how to do it. in the end it doesn't really matter cause, it's like the one math thing I know how to do okay just let me be prideful in it <laughs> otherwise it's joe math and you know how that goes nah yeah um all right fine we'll do it out of 10 but anyway before we get into uh before we get into that what has everybody been playing this week well dear schweiss dear listeners dear craig as whose eyes i always gaze into when we do these episodes true there's something about it. I think it's like the twist in my back that happens from just so many years of delivery driving. So there's just a specific way you sit in the driver's side of a car. And I sort of lean on the left-hand side. You know, I have my arm on the on the window because I just want skin cancer right on that arm, which I am going to get. There is no question. Uh, 
So I do lean towards the left, and who's always on the left? But the the beautiful Craig, whose arm I always touch as well. Yep. In a non-sexual, non-threatening manner. Well, non-sexual. But it is threatening? <laughs> I feel threatened. It's okay, Craig. I don't want you to be going to the freaking Hollywood reporters someday and going, <laughs> Oh, you know, he sexually Joe, abused me. Joe put his arm or put his hand on my arm, and I just felt, I felt um, like I was being forced. <laughs> Don't you dare. Well, oh, excuse me. Uh, Caleb, does that make you feel uncomfortable? No. Okay. I don't fucking care. Thank you. Did everybody hear that? Now, you're not being pressured into saying, I want you to know, Craig, you are not being pressured into saying. Oh, I'm aware. Okay. Yeah. All I right. think everybody is aware. All right. Do you consent to me touching your arm occasionally? I don't fucking care. Okay. What about your leg? Depends on where. Well, just don't go too far. Right I've up. never touched your cock. <laughs> yeah, just, I've tried. As long, <laughs> as long as you don't grab it without permission, I think we're good. Without permission. Okay, all right. We agree in consent. That's yeah, the consent. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Yeah. As soon as you say no, seriously, <laughs> stop. By the way, uh, Louis C.K., holy crap, Mr. I just whip out my dick in front of people who had no idea I was about to do that. That was disturbing. Well, so didn't he I, uh, No, didn't I he read his reply. Sometimes he did ask. I read the reports on the, so the, the women who came together and there was the, the New York Times article. I read that. Read that. Twice. Because... Some of it was like, hey, you don't mind if I pull my dick out? And then sometimes it was just, oh, Louis C.K. just came into the room and he had his dick out and he was masturbating. Hmm. So some of it wasn't consensual. Uh, <laughs> even if like the other ones felt pressured, I know that you have problems with that because like, what does that mean? Like, when is it a yes then? If, if yes is not a yes, when is it actually a yes? Uh, but just walking in, there were some... It's still creepy. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and that's the thing, though, is like in this country that we live in, we are exhibitionism is not. We are innocent until here. proven guilty. So people can say anything they want about you, and it doesn't necessarily make it true. And perhaps he said it was true. Well, he said the ones that they. He said they always consented. Yeah, he did say it. So if they always consented, who gives a shit? I don't. <clears throat> we don't know that don't any know. there were there were any cases of him not consenting. So I think it's foolish and irresponsible for well, us as a society claims that he's not well yeah there are claims for anything out there we'll see if he if he confirms those as well or if people are even differentiating those because i differentiated when i read the articles both of them the new york times response and the new york times uh the claim i was like there's okay so he's saying well i just thought it was okay because you know there was always consent then the other one is like, well, some of these stories are not consent, but some of them are, but yeah. they felt pressured. So here's the thing. If there so weren't, was, oh, they felt pressured. How did they feel gonna, pressured? I'm not going to argue with that one. I'm arguing with the other one. What I'm saying is like people there. Okay. So here's the thing. Here's, <laughs> here's the problem with this argument. Don't whip your dick out. It's weird. There are problems. That's one. <laughs> okay. Look, there are real problems where people are taken advantage of from people in power and they shouldn't be. A fat, bald comedian is not over you in any way. He is not your direct manager. He is not your boss. He is not the president of this country. He's a fat, 
comedian that doesn't have any fucking hair on his head. There is no pressure. There is no suck my dick or you don't get this promotion. There's none of that. He's not in a position of power above anybody. I gotta say, if he did that to me, as much as I love Louis C.K., I would have screamed at him. Exactly. Immediately. That's so it is odd to me, but then again, I'm not in that position oh, it's Cameron. Where, I'm a, where I'm a junior comedian, yeah. you know, feeling like, oh, this is... A but big that's opportunity the, for me, and uh, how do I react here? Yeah, but that's the thing, though, is like he is not above you in any way. He is his own entity. It's not like your boss saying that you have to perform sexual favors or you're not getting that position. And people saying that it's the same thing it's, cheapens people who have actually been victimized by those who are in positions of power above them. And that is exactly what they're doing yeah. with this. So they're looping all of those people that were actually abused. By individuals that had power over them and used that power to manipulate them sexually by saying this is the same thing. It is absurd. It is ridiculous. If you are that weak and pathetic of a human being that a fat, bald comedian has enough power over you to create, like, make you some sort of thrall, then you shouldn't be alive. Uh, You're a piece of shit and you're weak. I hate it. Well, you might be weak. That's not the argument. I mean, they're in like, what is it? Oh, oh, it's a, an argument of, well, they're famous. Are you going to say no? Yeah. You know how you say I, no? I you start with the n <laughs> and you go, oh, at the end. No. Can I whip my dick out and masturbate in front of you? No. <laughs> and if he did it to people that said no, then yeah, there's a problem. Or but if, if he, he did, did it, who to, fucking cares? Or if he, my, my problem is, there are claims, and I don't know. There's no confirmation. I'm not saying yes on this one. But if so, there are claims that uh, that he did it without consent sometimes. Yeah, and then that's a problem. If that is so, a problem. Yeah, that's a problem. That's sexual assault. But you know what? I can't say. And like, well, is it a, you know, it's harassment. It's not assault. Yeah, it's harassment, I guess. Assault is physical. But yeah. the thing is, is, is all of these people, else, right? there are people that are, yeah. that are actually sexually assaulted and sexually assaulted. Uh, abused and shit like that and idiots that combine this with that are the they cheapen that well it's all coming together because there's been like five accounts in a row yeah i know people in big uh famous people or people who are in power doing this so there's a lot of people in the uk that this is just coming out across we of course have had one of my favorite actors unfortunately it turns out he's a creep uh it's the worst pivot in all pr history it is yeah and uh and then there's the Fox News guy, and then there's the there's like a congressman or something, right? Yeah. And then it, and now Louis C.K. Yeah, but the Louis C.K. one, Louis C.K. one is not as bad as the other. No, it isn't, and it's ridiculous but because people it's still are like, bad. like Colbert is like, oh, his apology isn't enough. Like he should he should truly apologize. And I'm like, I, okay, here's the thing: it is unprofessional to do that to people who are fans of you. That is, there's no argument there. No, unprofessional <laughs> is not sexual harassment. Those are two very different things. Sexual harassment is unprofessional, but that doesn't make one the other. That's the whole problem with this thing is it's a logical fallacy. It's Louis C.K. has money. Money equals power. Louis C.K. has power over me. That's the fallacy. No, he doesn't. He's a fucking comedian. He's not your boss. Yeah. He's not your fucking uh, if he physically father someone and beat off on him. Yeah. yeah, there's a problem and he should go to jail for that. But as far as I know, he didn't. Yeah. And since we live in fucking America, know, yeah. where you're innocent until proven otherwise, all of you people can go fuck yourselves until we find out for sure. 
And anybody that it, it, it's ridiculous. Like, oh, he's famous, so I don't have control over my own feelings <laughs> or my own actions or the word yes or no. That's bullshit. I've been taught all my life as a man that no is no, right? Because, you, oh, there's all this, like, fucked up rape culture in our society from these pieces of shit that give men a bad name. Yeah, it's 8% of men who do 90% of the sexual Exactly. Harassment. And we are told when they say no, it's a no. And now, are we told that it's fucking no when it's yes? What is yes? What is no? This is what happens. This is what happens when we consider... Listening to a book, reading the book. This is really where it all comes from. Sure. Fucking reading is listening, smelling is hearing, yes is no. Oh Fucking Louis C.K. is a sexual harasser. Well, yeah, uh, he's a creep. Yeah. It is yeah. weird, though. Like, no one will deny that it's weird. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't think I would ever do that, but it's just... <laughs> I don't I, think I would ever do that. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe. I mean, like... <laughs> You want to see me jerk off? I mean, if you guys want to watch, I guess, but... I guess, like, well, now you know that you can't just ask if it's okay. You have to be like, uh, no pressure... You have to say that. No, you have to get, no a, you have to get a written me. consent Do form. Do you mind if I jerk off in front of you? Yeah, well, it's crazy. It's, I'm and asking it, you right now. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's insulting. It really is. It's insulting to the person's intelligence that you ask... It's insulting to women as a whole, I would say, that like we must assume that they didn't really mean what they said as if they are some lesser being, that we must treat them as we would children. That's a fucking insult. And I think that's exactly what this kind of narrative points towards is, oh, well, they can't actually say yes because you are rich. You're in a position of power. I'm like, well, the difference is, is I'm not in power over them and they might regret their decision later, but you know what? I got madly drunk the other day, and I regret that decision. I can't just suddenly have been like, you know what? I said I didn't want to drink, and I did it anyway. Like, it doesn't change it. I still did it. I made a mistake. You learn. You fucking get over it. It's it's ridiculous. God damn, it is so dumb. It's, God, and it, it is. I think it's I, insulting. I think it's insulting to women everywhere, where it's like, you know, yeah, they said yes, but, you know, it's... I, I'm still getting, I have, I'm being forced by the media to apologize for assaulting someone that said yes to what I was doing. Are they not to be trusted with their own There's, will, their own fucking free agency? Are they, is that above them? Are women here and free agency for those that are of a higher ranking? No, no. And anybody that fucking says otherwise can go suck a dick. That's right. I feel pa- I feel forced <laughs> into sucking this dick yeah. because now I uh, it all depends because I don't know how far I want to dig deep into this. I don't know if this has been answered, whether or not the claims of him just doing it randomly without asking are true or not. Yeah, that's um, definitely sexual harassment. If yeah, you are, that's, that's, that's fucked up. Now the people who said yes or that it was okay, then no, technically it's not. Then it's just dirt. Yeah, it's, it's just, just weird and gross. But yeah, he's a perv. Yeah, the only stories that I've heard of just been from the people who said yes and they're like well we felt like we had when to. i saw the link <laughs> like, from new york times to the other article i read the did you feel headlines. like you had to like you just couldn't say no like you were too <laughs> stupid to say like no. you just really kind of wanted to see his dick for a second <laughs> you could say yes. real, the last thing i want to see is that is the dick. last thing i want to see and there are way too many people <laughs> well, that no, have no, seen no, it no, from no, the sounds actually, of it <laughs> the last thing is caleb craig's dick. <laughs> And then probably say uh, the last. All right, Louis C.K., you can show you your dick to Joe. 
No. That's before not, before that is not okay. consent. Before I said no. <laughs> but it's yeah, I, I think it's absolutely insulting. It, it's yeah. the it's the same reason why I hate uh, why I hate affirmative action. It's the assumption that these people cannot. Yeah, they can't do it themselves. They can't do it themselves. So we must then help them. That's yeah. asinine. That's you are the racist prick uh, for saying that they need your help to get anywhere in life. Nice. That's bullshit. <laughs> I was so mad when Alex told me this uh, on Friday. I was like fucking way mad, dude. I was yeah, dude. freaking. How did Alex feel about it? Uh, she doesn't really know Louis C.K. So, um, well, does she feel like someone could be pressured? Should could feel pressured into saying no? Yes? She, I, I, she uh, says did, it's did gross. She hear your whole entire. She's the, oh yeah, she heard it all. Okay, all right. She heard yeah, it. She dude, said dude, it was gross. I she, was. I was. Did she feel pressured to agree with you? I don't know. That's the thing. I was an ass. <laughs> I've been an ass for like the last two days about it. I've been like, I've been like, uh, wait, no. I was like, hey, can I have a bite of that? I'm like, you mean yes, yes, right? Like you're sure. You, you there's no pressure there because I am an authority figure here. So I, I would hate to make you feel like you you're had an to. Figure? Yeah, and that's what she said. And I said, well, it is my house, so. Be like, you know, I I have power over you in a way. So, like, are you okay with that? Like, is this a you don't have power over her? To be clear, you have power over the house. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. And you have power to say, "Get out of my house." That's true. That's yeah. about it. I could play, I could do that. And that and that would be irresponsible. I mean, that would me be be me abusing my power. That would be. It depends on if. Well, it depends on what she did. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Because it wouldn't be abusing your power if she was like, hey, I'm going to pull out this pistol and just start shooting the walls. You don't mind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which case, maybe you kicking her out wouldn't be an abuse of power. That's true, yeah. So. But it's, yeah, dude, it is. Oh, my God. But you have no power over her. No, no, power yeah. over the house and who's in it. Yeah. So <laughs> I can make those. I could do that. But that's the thing that just, that's that's the logical fallacy of it all, though, is that is that Louis C.K. has power because he has money. And thus, he must have power over everybody. It's yeah. All crows are black. That bird is black. That bird must be a crow. And that's where it gets muddy. It's like, yeah, sure. Hey, you don't have to bring race into every this single crow is black. <laughs> but there are other birds that are black, not just crows. I I agree with that statement. <laughs> I don't think we've heard the whole story. Uh, probably not. So and I'm just gonna not freak out yet. But the thing is, is I will say even right now that uh, I will say that. If it was all okay and they said yes, then there is no problem. It's just they regret it. If they said yes, then he shouldn't be blamed. No, he shouldn't. He shouldn't have gotten his movie pulled. He shouldn't have got any of this shit happening to him. Because, only if they said yes. Yeah, only if they said yes. If they said no, then of course there's a problem. Or if they said nothing. Or if he didn't ask, yeah. there's a problem. Exactly, there's a problem, yeah. And I would say that, um, like I said before, we do live in a country where, until proven otherwise, you are innocent. and. If you want to go back, that's just by the law. That's not by the private institutions who see this as bad PR. That is true. That is their decision, and I'm fine with them yeah. doing that. But all the people on social media that like just are just slamming this guy, like they don't know. And I mean, that's fine to slam somebody, but usually you you don't want to slam them before you know the the full story. And I don't think we know everything about this. But if it does come out that he is guilty, I don't take back anything that I've said. Not a fucking word, because. Because if you say yes, it you're, fucking means yes. You're arguing to to the people who said yes. Yeah, to the people that said yeah. yes. To anybody, if they said no, then yeah, that is, you have been victimized. He's a freak. <laughs> uh, you know, still the, the funniest guy ever in the world, but <laughs> fucked up and should pay for what he's done. But if there was nothing committed, then, I mean, 
I think it's irresponsible to say that he should not be able to do anything in his life just because he might have power over those yeah, below him. It's, there is a point where we should listen to the letter of the law. You know, like, oh, she said yes. She literally said yes. She yeah. wasn't intoxicated. She just said yes. Mm-hmm. Then it's a yes. Yeah, exactly. So and like it, It's a yes until she says no. Um, it's crazy. So <laughs> implications... I mean, I, me and you, Schweiss, are kind of alike in that way. It's like uh, it's either is or it isn't. There's not a, there's not an in between. Yeah, it's not an implication sort of thing. So as far as like reading someone's feelings about a weird situation, uh, you can't. You can't always do that. You can't always bring that into account. And so you can't be held responsible for someone else that, saying that's yes. Really a, it's really a Rashomon situation where everybody's viewpoint on that is going to be way different. Right. Yeah. And you're not going to have a, a singular truth. Right. It's it's a, you know, you might have felt, they might feel weird about it and someone else might have picked up on that, but you shouldn't be responsible for them not saying what they're feeling when you ask them what they're feeling. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't uh, want when it. They're, when they're not intoxicated. If they were intoxicated or something like that, yeah. I guess. But even then, like, I've never done anything drunk that I wouldn't do sober for maybe being nice to people. Mm. <laughs> but, like, I, I don't think... <laughs> I, except for maybe okay. lay on the floor and then pass out <laughs> and, learn, uh, and then throw up just, everywhere probably just as a uh, example <laughs> okay it, other than that time and the other times i have done that various bodily fluids have escaped me at a time where they should not have i would say yes i don't know uh, so and it's like and it's like you do sometimes people do dumb things you don't have to be a victim for doing dumb things like sometimes you just fuck up so it's like, if you said yes, sorry, buddy, but don't say yes. <laughs> like, God, I don't understand how what what else you want. And also tell everyone. And tell everybody, way. yeah. Just be like, well, yeah, he said, uh, do you mind if I pull my dick out? And I said, sure. And then he just started masturbating. It was really weird. Tell that to everyone. Because yeah. that's a crazy story. If you want to, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so. Go for it. Nobody... And then it, it warns other people that, like, Louis C.K. might whip his dick out. <laughs> he did say he was a masturbator. So, yeah, constantly masturbating. <laughs> I masturbate constantly, but not in front of people ever? You're, ever. You're... ever. <laughs> right. right. So, tactics this Just week, me? Joe? <laughs> Just tactics. <laughs> All right. Uh, I only played tactics this week, and... Um, I was a lot uh, less angry about that than I thought I was going to be. Well, it has been two days. I got it all out on Friday. <laughs> I uh, I want to play Shadow of War. I'm having an issue here, Craig. Right. And uh, I was going to bring this up privately, but since we have no freaking time today, uh, and it's for no one's fault, um, I am going to start working six days a week. And Schweiss also pulled in... What, an extra 20 hours a week for for the next few weeks? No, it's more like an extra 60-ish. What? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Ish. Explain. Okay, all right. So I'm pulling in a lot of extra hours. <laughs> we'll get to how many Schweiss is pulling in. This is, uh, and uh, I'm, I'm going to be out there for about 12 hours a day, it seems like, because this is Christmas season, and this is what's going to happen. I'm a mailman. And I'm going to have a lot of mail, and they're opening up an extra day so that the mail is not as sick. But it still will be sick. I was told 130 stops is a light day, and on my route, in freaking the middle of nowhere, and the speed limit is really low, and it really sucks, um, that 
takes a long time. I'm back at five with 130 stops. If there's as many as 200 stops, I'm probably going to be back at like seven at night. And so I'll get like two hours to myself a day and then I'll go straight to sleep. I do not have time to game from, from the, the, as soon as Thanksgiving is over, I will not have time to game. So I'm just wondering what I should do. Cause I'm not going to have time to play shadow of anything. And I don't know when that review is either. It's probably within this time. And twice is obviously in a worse situation. Six, five, six weeks? Shadow of War? Um, should be six now. Yeah. Can we check the... Let's check the calendar, I guess. Um, well, it, it should be six because five weeks from now isn't a game review. We do them every two. Okay. And we rev- we picked Shadow of War last week, right? Or was it the week yeah. before? I think it was last week. But uh, play as much of it as you can before, I guess. I also don't have it yet. <laughs> and none of you guys bought the game despite the fact we're supposed to give away the Ultra games. Well, this isn't the Ultra one. This is just a regular pick. It was yes. This is it's just new. Game based on media, yeah. Mm-hmm. Bastard Kayla or Cam- Cameron doing that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what uh, what week on the rotation are we on right now? It's the Caleb Craig, Caleb Schweiss review, which is week... Uh, what is that? Week eight? Yeah. Yeah. So one, so we have two, one. three, four. Not going to happen. And I was also considering just not being on the show for a few weeks because this is my only day off for, uh, for six weeks. Well, I suppose we could do that. You could do that. Skip I'm over your review. Well, it's also like the drive too. So it's just a pain to come down here. We're thinking about uh, recording all the Ultima episodes in a go in like one day. Like all the stuff that will have to come out in that time. Well, since I guess Joe's not going to do it, should we just play Digimon? <laughs> um, My, uh, the other problem is Schweiss doesn't have any time for games either. As soon as like this one. Well, he's, all, he's almost done with Shadow of War. So, so. tell tell me Schweiss. Uh, maybe I'll try to finish Shadow of War like this week or something. It's Like plow it on Monday. And I'll pay to win. It's uh, it's long. Is it long? And the pay to win isn't entirely true. No, is there cheats? No, dude, I don't like this. I don't like this attitude from you right now. I, uh, it's not easy. <laughs> um, there is an easy mode, though. You can't choose easy as a difficulty. Oh, you didn't do that. No, okay. I did normal. All right. I guess I know what I'm doing. Yeah, I, I don't know how much of a difference it'll make, but it is there. Okay, so how many hours are you working in this holiday season starting yesterday? Well, I... Uh, your day starts Thursday, so right? Tuesday. Tuesday. So here's what I did. I I got mad at my work because they're fucking assholes, right? And I said, you know what? I'm going to find another job. And so I applied at the United States Postal Service because they pay well, I know they have great benefits, and whatever. And I got a position there, did my orientation yesterday, it's seasonal. They said there's a chance that I can stay on, but it all depends on, like, workload and, like, what happens with the people that are in that position, like, if anyone leaves. And how good of an employee you are, I'm sure. Yeah. I think they do just kind of do that. I think they're like GameStop, where they bring in a bunch of people during the holidays, and then some people stay. Yeah, that's how it is. Yeah, Yeah, if they need you, they keep you. If not... They call you back around March is what they said when volume starts to pick back up again, and they usually are able to get you 
on a path to getting a career at USPS, which I would like because I want to work for a company that cannot go away, that no matter how much money they lose, they must stay. Um, and that is the Postal Service or the government, right? So either or is a safe bet. And I signed up for it, and the lady, I was pretty, I was getting pretty done with my job, like really getting tired of it. It's awesome that I can play PSP games at work, um, but... And you will probably not be able to do that at USPS. Definitely not. Uh, Very busy. Um, But I just, I hate everyone. I hate my boss so much. And I hate the lady who grades my work. I can't agree with her. And she's a big Nude Clan listener. She loves Nude Clan, <laughs> and I fucking hate her. I I hate this person you hear me? so much. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna try to do both of them for as long as I can, and then if it becomes too much, I'm just gonna quit Sykes and stay with uh, the USPS, even though it's seasonal. I don't fucking care. I'll fucking hope I stay on, and then if not, I find another job for a couple of months while I'm waiting for him to call me back, and then I go back in March. And I move forward because um, I, I am getting pretty tired of that place. Like I just I just hate them and I, I hate everything they try to get us to do. They, so you're going to be working two full time jobs. Yeah. At the same time. Yeah. And one of them might be more than full time. In fact, like I told them. Weeks. In fact, I told them that I could work more. I told them that. How much I vacation could, time do you have on sex? I you used say an hour here, hour there. Just to get sleep. Huh. <laughs> um, I could have before I took five hours off on Friday. Um, to play Shadow of War, um, and to open up our business bank account. So okay. that was useful, but that did not take five hours. Um, I, uh, I'm going to be pretty, pretty busy, and I'm basically only going to be able to play games at the job that I'm thinking about quitting anyway. <laughs> um, and it will only be PSP games because I can't hook up a PS4 in there. You're going to be smoked. Yeah, I'm going to be gonna destroyed. Be dead. I will be, yeah. I'm gonna New be Clan fucking. Might be Caleb, Craig, and Cameron Wilson. I'll be here. I'll just. I might not be awake. But, uh, I, the thing is, is like, no <laughs> matter be what, leaning back in his chair, falling asleep. No matter what, Saturday and Sunday, I'll only have one job to work. So I'll sleep a little bit on those two days, and the other days, I don't know. I thought I was gonna have it bad. I was like, guys, I gotta work six days a week. I'm gonna be pulling like sixty to eighty hours, depending on how bad it is. They tell me it's gonna be horrible. And then Schweiss just gets another full-time job. <laughs> well, I say I can work from 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. Just to one-up me. That's what the available uh, hours are, and I was like, I'll do it. I'll do the I'll which do all 12. Which one is going to work their butt to death more? <laughs> yeah, like, Joe, you're going to be working a lot, huh? Well, <laughs> postal services, I'm going to be working 60 hours just for them. I will tell you, though, mine will be more physical, but I will probably have a little less hours. I hope i have a little less hours than yeah you. i'm basically not gonna sleep at all that's what it's gonna yeah be. yeah it sounds uh, I, like a mental breakdown christmas day shotgun situation <laughs> that no i i won't have the energy to kill myself i'll just be asleep <laughs> so, i'll be sleeping on christmas day i would say be very careful uh i will and i'm gonna i plan on sleeping at sykes i plan on catching a couple hours of sleep during my shifts <laughs> instead of playing psp games so I'll you're sleep. wanting to get fired <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't. I wouldn't mind it. I, I really wouldn't. I, I can't. I love the job I do. I just hate the place that I do it for. You're gonna be raking in money, a lot of money, a lot yeah. more money than I'm gonna be raking in. Yeah, I, I, I thought I was gonna be raking in a lot. I was like, guys, looking like an extra, <laughs> extra two hundred bucks out paycheck. I honestly, Joe, I don't want to. I didn't want to bring this up, but I think I already do. <laughs> I already make a little bit more money than you do. I think do. you do too. 
now. I mean, I know you I, took I out. I switched routes to an easier route. So okay. I make okay. like 200 bucks less a week. Than all I right. I just remember you being all excited about no, the. I make 200 bucks less a paycheck than I used to before. Okay. All right. That, that's fine then. So I did make more money than you for like two and a half. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, when I go through the bank account, because the business yeah, one's on Joe's, I'm like. spying my stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, Joe's not really making that much more than me. Like, it's not more a couple of weeks here. I'm yeah. Like, that's because I switched routes, dude. Okay. All I right. was making just a little bit more than you when I was working the crappy route that was 40 minutes away from my place, sometimes an hour, depending on traffic. And then I, uh, I got the easier route, which is a little less money, but a whole lot more time. So Got it. Mm. All right. I know you make more money than I do. I remember well, when we didn't get uh, didn't do getting fat at the uh, on the review episodes. This isn't getting fat. This Dude, is uh, this it's is banter fat. at the beginning of the no. show. No, this is getting fat. We're eating pizza. We are <laughs> like literally now. getting fat right now. Yeah. Speaking of, I lost a couple pounds this week. Can't wait to put them back on. Oh, man, I gained it. Damn oh, right. I, I lost a few, too, I guess, because I was on the diet for every day except for Saturday. Yeah. But nice. I'm going to be really busy and, you know, dead, so I should lose some weight, I hope. Well, uh, busy doesn't necessarily mean losing weight. That's true. If I don't diet, I won't lose weight. Yeah. Although when I don't Unless, sleep. Unless, like, USPS is really physical, but I don't know. It's supposed Depends to be on in, what you're supposed to do. On your you're feet, just in the sorting room, right? Yeah, but there are like bags that get filled up and they weigh up to seventy pounds that'll have to lift up onto like chest high and okay. seventy's not that heavy, but if yeah. I do it a you lot. You don't have to carry chewy boxes all day. <laughs> yeah. No chewy, I no don't chew- think. and by the way, people in the country have huge yards. That's like a thing. So it's chewy box run with a chewy box that is like 80 <laughs> pounds to the door and back and it's a sprint because i want to get home on time that's my life nice. craig would be the skinniest man if he had my job he would have lost all craig the tried to join the usps didn't you uh yeah yeah not good enough i don't know it's harder to work with those others you, craig. yeah that's what it is that's what it is. i am too good for the government <laughs> you are probably better with money Oh. I don't think you're in twenty trillion. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a couple hundred, but hey, by uh you know what what we take in and what we give out, we're actually not that uh we're not as bad as like sixteen other countries that are worse. That's true, yeah. Japan yeah. is Japan much has the worse. worst one, yeah. Japan has the worst <laughs> debt to to GDP ratio. Yeah, it's awful. It's horrible. Okay. Speaking of games, what have you played this week, Craig? Uh, I have played Dragon Quest Builders. I have played um, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. I have played Shadow of War. And I think that's it. So you play quite a bit. Yeah. Nice. Wish I had that much playtime. <laughs> Actually, I kind of have that, but I'm just an idiot. All right. Twice? Uh, well, actually, Cameron tweeted uh or commented on the uh on the uh twitch channel uh, some guy <laughs> saying that he played ff14 which is that's, surprising that seems like a lie shadow of war and battlefield one 14 is free up until a certain level now well enough to type i see yeah <laughs> well I, enough to probably be playing battlefield one right now or be on the show i uh i played Hmm, let me think. I played Grand Theft Auto Liberty City Stories, and I played 
Middle Earth Shadow of War extensively and without stop. <laughs> okay. So uh, now for the important question. Has anybody beaten the game this week? Yes. Wow. I beat Final Fantasy Tactics. Crazy. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. been a long time coming. I also beat uh, Dragon Quest Builders, and I beat Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. All right. <sighs> okay, uh, Dragon Quest Builders, mm-hmm. and Marvel vs. Capcom. Yep. Infinite is that a different one? It's the. It's basically four. Well, is it? Is there a is there are there two Marvel versus Capcoms is what I'm asking. There's three. Okay, so this There's is one, two, three, and then infinite. So I do have to actually put infinite on the uh yeah, you could, title yeah. that I'm writing down. Okay, Schweiss. I beat Shadow of War. Is that it? Yes. Oh. <clears throat> Not looking good with that extra job coming in and your goal of beating Caleb Craig. And my goal of losing weight. I basically failed everything this uh, year. Yeah, and reading, and reading. So yeah. you were level 60 when you beat uh, Shadow of War, yeah? Yeah, that's max level. And how many hours? I don't know. The game, I don't think the game tells you. I don't think the game wants you to know. I'm at like level 23 right now, and I just barely got to Act 2. I've just been doing some of the story stuff, so... No side quests yet? I've been doing some of the side side quest stuff. Are uh, you doing all of the story missions? Because they're broken down into like different quest lines. Yeah, I saw that. I, I've been doing a few. I, I just I went just, down. I just got to beat what I need to to get credits. The the cre- the credits are at the very, very, very end. So After yes. all the story quests. Yeah. And the problem is, is you get to a point where the game becomes... Like a not a tower defense, but like a fort defense game. So like you so take like a tower over, defense game. yeah, pretty much tower defense. <laughs> but you take over a certain area and you recruit war chiefs, which are uruks who are stronger than the normal uruks, and you have them fighting alongside you. You get six of these in your little tower, and there are invading forces that come to take your tower from you. And if those guys are high enough level, they can like two shot your uruks. And if they do that and they take all your checkpoints and they take you down. You lose your fort and you have to go take it all back. And you have, I think it's probably, it's probably like 25 or 30 missions like that in the end. So there are a lot. Um, I'm probably going to do a, I'm probably going to do an article on my blog on like what I did to make the game easier. It took a long time, but uh, what I did to make the game easier and like doable for you guys. Cause like what happens if you lose your fort? You then have to go infiltrate the fort as an enemy fort, and you have to kill all those guys that kicked your ass last time. And the best way to do that is by... Uh, Can we stop playing hard games? <laughs> it is it is not easy, I will say that. It's not an easy game. Um, but one thing I did is like you can take the uh, you can take over the Oryx um, that are in the fort like once they occupy it from you, and you can turn them against the, the main guy, and then it'll make everything really easy. So there are ways to make it faster. It just really sucks when you're when you have like a good fort and like you have like it's got you've got like your six guys right and you can buy upgrades to the fort so you can get like metal walls, uh, metal doors. Um, you can buy like a 
a war grog to help you. You can buy a drake to fly around and uh, nuke your enemies, basically. Um, long-range arrow or uh, long-range archers, um, dudes riding caragors. Like, there are a bunch of different upgrades you can choose, and you can kind of counter the enemy. You can look at what the the enemy orcs are weak to, and you can try to, like, counter them with what you... Uh, what you put in your castles or your forts, but they cost the in-game currency, and some of them get pretty expensive. So, okay, I did like a ton of side quests. Yeah, pretend like I know what you're talking so. about. I have no idea what you're talking about. You'll see it. I, I will. See. I will see. I it. kind of get it. <clears throat> okay, uh, so the hog is as follows. Caleb Craig has pulled ahead even more with 42 games beating this. Ch- Craig beat. 10 more really short games. You can have 52 out of 52 weeks. 52 games, one game a week on average. You can be one year behind Jake in everything that he does. <laughs> and that's a good thing he doesn't count. Caleb right? Schweiss, that's good, yeah. He does not count. Caleb Schweiss is at 39. He's three behind. Uh, Cameron Wilson is at 16 games, and I am now at 14 games. I thought I was going to beat Cameron this year, but I don't think that's going to happen, actually. Um, if you're late for Mordor or Shadow of War, then probably not. Yeah. We're not beating Tactics Advance. We also year. need to discuss the fact that me and Cameron said we're not doing a vote for our next game. We're just playing Fable 3, which is what we said at the end of the Fable 2 thing. And that's we should have voted last week if we that wasn't the case. Then I was told that there is a forcible entry for us. And I'm thinking we just put off the full entry until we're done with Fable. To make the Fable trilogy complete, we'll still do the forcible entry. Just next year, not during the holiday season. How about that? I don't know. What do you think, Craig? Cameron, Uh, vote. (laughs) Fable would be easier, and he would probably actually get it done. So, Yeah, the other games are going to be hard. There's one on there that's not really, really hard. Yeah, did someone just nominate games to piss me off? I think so. They just, okay, all right. You know what? I'm going to start, when I'm mad at a game, I'm going to stop being so mad during the reviews. Then everybody will be like, Joe, it was funnier when you were mad than when you cursed. Yeah. And then uh, and then I'll be like, well, I'm sorry. I just I don't want to play these freaking hard games anymore. So Cameron doesn't want to vote. So Cameron votes no. I, <laughs> what does that even mean? Hey, Cameron. You say you gotta say play fable or play uh, forced entry. Forced entry. Yeah. So I guess this is I I say play fable, um, and then we'll do the forced entry ne- next time uh, because we already promised fable. Cameron says respect the forcible entry. So, okay, so it's up to you guys. You guys are the tiebreakers, and if you guys tie, you gotta have a jerk off. You don't mind if I whip my penis out, do? You? Well, uh, it is a forced entry. <laughs> I can't do implications here, Craig. You got to say yes or no. No, no pressure. <laughs> no pressure. Uh, no pressure other than to give an answer. Honestly, I don't care either way. Oh, my gosh. Not one of those. Can't deal with the I don't care. I'll go with whatever Schweiss says. Schweiss, are we forcing the entry or are we playing Fable 3? Well, I'm either casting down Joe, which I love to do, or I'm casting down uh, our good friend, uh, I think it was Chase who submitted these. There's no casting down. It's still going to happen. It's just not going to happen on this round. <sighs> but 
It's either do you want Joe to quit the show this year or do you want him to quit the show next year? Uh, you guys can play Fable 3. That's fine. Okay. All right. We'll do Fable 3 and then uh, the next forcible entry will uh, we'll have his nominated uh, games. How about we'll do Fable 3 if you beat Shadow of War on time. <laughs> conditional the whole, if you make it conditional then we have to do a vote and then everything is put off for weeks and weeks and weeks I, and then our whole calendar is screwed up that's not a good idea well I mean it's is it, I agree I will not pick up Fable 3 until I beat that I just won't do that I do one game at a time dude I can't uh, I don't I don't do the two games at a time thing Fable 3 would be short comparatively yeah so Anyway, what are what are you just silently staring at before? I you do you really think that conditionally like that's a condition to the the thing? Like, I mean, Shadow of War is a game that you're supposed to beat anyway, right? It's a game that's yeah, I have yeah. But he Shadow needs to vote for their game now. Is basically what he's getting at. So he basically have to wait until the end of the time for his game to happen. And, and then it'd be like, make, oh, in order two to weeks actually to beat this game. Yeah. But then you don't even have two weeks to beat this game because you have to have a vote for a week. And then and then it would be like a week to a beat week it. to beat. I don't know if it's Dark Souls, which is one of the nominees. It's like, oh, you have a week to beat Dark Souls, which everybody knows is really hard and will take forever. Yeah, that's so. fair. All right. All right. Try to beat Shadow of War. But um, I will not play Fable three before I play Shadow. Of <laughs> I'll War. let you play Fable three. Thank I don't you. mind. I appreciate it. I think yeah, it'd it's be, it'd be like twenty hours compared to the sixty hours of the other games. I think it's fair considering that we did the vote late, and it's also like crunch time for your work, so you yeah. don't have time. Yeah, so I'll probably just plow through January first. <laughs> just right as soon as the beginning of the year is there, I'll just beat Fable Three. Um, that's what I'm planning on doing for my next whatever game comes up for me next. Like, yeah, once just waiting until the seasonal stuff is done. Yeah. Well, yeah, my my sinking feeling when I was like, oh, I got to be Shadow of War, and then two weeks later, I have oh shoot, like that was the feeling. It was horrible. The feeling of no vote. Yeah. Whose game are you with next, uh, Schweiz? Um, well, there's an easy way to tell by going to nudeclan.net yeah. where everybody can go to check out our stuff for the show. You can support us on Patreon by clicking through that link and you can have your own forcible entry put off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. It will be done, I promise, but just not this round. We'll wait till the, to the round after. Um, so uh, let's see what else. Uh, you can click through the Amazon link. It is Christmas season. And uh, if you want to spread some holiday cheer this direction, you can click through that Amazon link. Whatever you buy after you click through that mm-hmm. thing, uh, we get a small kickback. So we really appreciate those who do that. And um, if you want to try a starting a website, you can go to DreamHost <laughs> as well. We get a kickback for that. And uh, Audible. Trial.com forward slash nude clan is a great place to go for books. I have listened to 42 books this year. Um, Maybe that's what I'll do to catch up while I'm at USPS. I'll just listen to books all day. It depends on if they let you wear the headphones. And if they do, you will be wanting to do that because your music, people who don't get sick of their music after a few weeks, I, I feel 
like I feel like there's something wrong with them. Like, <laughs> what you just don't want to think that you know I don't yeah just the music that I've heard twelve million times because it's just my music or oh just whatever's on Pandora. Like, I think they're missing a few IQ points. I think like <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Like there there's a difference in quality between the people that listen to that I've noticed. Not me per se, but like I've noticed as a delivery driver, you know, other delivery drivers. Like, there's a difference. In the person who is the person listening to book on tapes while they're in their car versus the person who only listens to music. Well, I only listen to music, but I don't drive very much until just barely. You're not doing mindless things. You're doing things that require some sort of thought. Yeah, so that's I can understand problem. that being if you're do if you're delivery driving, you're just looking for an address. There's no real internal monologue that happens. So like I like to hear, I like to have things that get my brain going, like Freakonomics or a book or a podcast if I want to hear some comedy or something like that. You're right, yeah. And sometimes if I'm like, I need to get a ton of stuff done real quick, I'm going to put on Spit Out the Bone by Metallica and just like, just speed and <laughs> get my stuff done quickly. But, you know, it's not music default. Yeah. I find that after a few months of doing driving, it's like, ugh, Too much. Too much. That's I know fair. my own music too well. And I don't know how to expand. <laughs> but maybe that's a problem, too. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, while your mouth is full of pizza, you can tweet me at Joseph DeGolier. Me at Obsidian Bob. Mm-hmm. Me mm-hmm. at UFF Podcast. And, uh, and uh, let's want to get to the review? Yeah, let's do it. Thousand five. Why'd you pull? Why'd you pull up a French trailer? I just pulled up the first trailer I saw. So, Burnout Revenge is a carnage-focused racing game developed by Criterion Games and published by the Antichrist EA Games. It was released <laughs> for the PlayStation Two and Xbox on September thirteenth, two thousand five. The game was also re- later re- uh, released, excuse me, for the Xbox three hundred and sixty. That was kind of done alongside the PSP release of Burnout Legends. The game received critical acclaim upon release, garnering a 90% on Metacritic. Wow, really? It has a 90? Yeah. A lot of people really, uh, really love this game. So a little bit about the game. Obviously, the game does not have a story at all. It's a racing game through and through. It's all about carnage. It's all about causing as much pain and destruction 
in those around you as possible. Um, of course, the cars are not filled with people. They are just empty cars driving around, which has always weirded me out about burnout. <laughs> but whatever. I guess it makes it less violent if the cars are just crashing and exploding. It's, on uh, it's, it's, a, it's nicer on the mind, too. So you're not like constantly in fear that you're murdering countless amounts of people. Yeah, especially those city buses. Like, I'm killing the... The innocent here, like the millions of damages that you cause. Yeah. Um, so the game doesn't have a story, like I said. Um, the two evil, it's more of like a, the game's story in my mind is like two evil guardian angels on your shoulders that tell you to wreak havoc on everything that you can see. Um, Basically. Revenge brought back the hyper popular road rage game mode where the player is pitted against other racers with the sole purpose of ruining their vehicles. In the most stylish ways possible. The game also brought Best back mode Burning ever. Laps, which is a game mode where the player is challenged to complete a lap on a course in a certain amount of time. Crash mode comes back as well. That's where the player is given a traffic scenario and has to come up with the most epic way of destroying everything in sight. Eliminator Races are also another one that was brought from 3. 3 made a lot of changes from Burnout 2, by the way. Um, it was very revolutionary in their series. Um, this is the race. Eliminators are where uh, the last place racer is actually eliminated from the race itself until only first place remains. Burnout Revenge does take a lot from Burnout 3, but it has one very unique mode that it brings to the game. Um, it's called the Traffic Attack Mode. And uh, this is yeah. where you're prompted to wreak as much havoc with traffic as you can. You basically started out with like 20 to 30 seconds, sometimes I think even up to 40 seconds of time, um, where you can just clobber as much traffic as you possibly can, and certain cars are worth uh, more points, more dollar amount, and you also like get skill shots by knocking cars into oncoming traffic and taking out like three or four cars at a time. Yeah. Um, pretty fun game mode. Uh, thought it was pretty great. Um, unlike Burnout 3, Burnout Revenge requires the player to compete in 169 individual events. I think Burnout yeah, 3 had yeah. 171. Okay, that, both of those numbers piss <laughs> me off. Not because there's a lot, but because they're, they're fucking weird. Like, I want it to be a nice, even number. I want it to be, why couldn't they just make one more event? Why couldn't it just be 170? I don't know. Why the fuck 169? <laughs> why? I don't God, know. God, I was uh, thinking about it. just irks me. Like, I hate it. This is the only time that, like, my OCD comes out and it's like, fuck, just one more. God. I just wanted the 170, and they're like, you know what? Eternally 169, and you're going to have to think about that constantly now. Yeah. I didn't think about it at all. I bet you didn't. So uh, you unlock these events. You unlock the subsequent events by getting medals from other events, and the game progression is also based on a series of 11 ranks. Um, this is essentially where you... Uh, it's like your character level. It's almost like a Grand Theft Auto-style thing where um, you gain the rank of, like, thug or gangster based on, like, how many missions you've done and how many yeah. people you've killed, how much destruction you've... It's basically the same in this. Yeah. Yeah, uh, this game is very similar. You earn stars to fill this rank bar, the stars being earned for overall carnage throughout the race in combination with the overall medal rating. Of course, you can get a gold, silver, or bronze medal. Unfortunately... 
no platinums here. Uh, it hurts. It hurts. But Borno Orange also picks up some of the best racing, or also has some of the best racing modes I've ever played in a game. And I'm looking at you, Revenge Grand Prix. I think that one is probably one of my favorite. Where the Grand you, Prix? Yeah, where you play a Grand Prix, which is like a series of usually three, sometimes four or five races, and you're allowed to use Crash Breaker, which is a uh, it's a, a thing that they used to have only in the Crash mode for Burnout 3, and it's basically you wreck and make as much damage to the environment around you, to the, all the cars, and like after you do a certain amount and after you've wrecked a certain number of cars, you get to detonate explosives um, within your car and uh, this game allows you to do that in races against other players so like if you get taken out you're actually able to get a revenge takedown by blowing your car up and taking them down with you yeah and then it still has the aftertouch thing from uh from three where you can like control where your busted up car goes trying to uh take out a guy after your death right yeah and after after another car gets taken down like one of the opponents if they drive into you at all they're destroyed like yeah. you just insta insta knock him out of the race um that is also why i called the game many times the uh give it the sweet burnout jihad names because you're able to blow yourself <laughs> up to take down everyone God around dude. you um, I love it though. I think it's awesome in this game. Um, the uh, and the the best game mode, I think, honestly, I love the Grand Prix, but the best one is the Crash Breaker um, Road Rage events. Those are the butter of Burnout Revenge. So the the Road Rage ones, you're just it's like I said before, it's where you are playing against a bunch of CPU cars, and your objective is to basically take down as many of them as you can, right? In these modes, you in these races, there aren't very many of them, unfortunately. But near the end of the game, you get a few, and it's yeah. you're able to like you're just able to blow your car up and take down um, all of the other racers next to you. And it's like it's like the perfect combination of what uh, Burnout Three had going for it with all the road rage events, and then adding that nice little aftertouch of blowing yourself up to destroy everything in sight. Uh, those were I think those were great. Um, uh, the game also features 77 different cars, which some of which are uh, exclusive to Crash Mode. And Revenge also featured an online and regular LAN multiplayer component, which allowed players to compete head-to-head in Crash Battle, Crash Party, and Crash Tour. Um, those sound really fun, but unfortunately, Caleb Craig and I did not partake of those. Yeah, um, They're basically like a... Usually it's like a combination of like two players getting to ride off ramps and like crash cars. So I think it would actually be pretty fun. Um, it sounds like it'd be enjoyable, but uh, as far as the gameplay is concerned, for me, I I had the most fun in Burnout Revenge personally when I was doing anything but the crash and the fucking burning laps. I can't stand the burning <laughs> laps. I fucking hate them, especially. Especially in the end when you're using Formula One cars. Oh my god. Burnout should never use Formula One cars ever, dude. They fucking suck. Yeah, they're so bad. And I try to get gold medals on these. Like, I wanted to get all the gold medals that I could, right? But then I eventually, I got to some of those and And I was like, like, no, fuck you. I was like, I just, I just can't do it. I just can't do this fucking race. This lap without there wrecking. are only a handful of the burning laps that I got the uh, gold for. Yeah, yeah. 
I couldn't do it with the fucking Formula One, dude. There's, yeah. there's no way. It's ridiculous. And uh and the thing is and oh, man. And the crash mode, like I ended up liking it a lot by the end, but in the beginning I was just like I it doesn't have the same feel to me um as Burnout Threes, and I felt like it was it was limited more often. Like they required you to use a certain car a lot more. Yeah, it you couldn't really choose that much. Um it really restricted your choices for especially for certain like m- maps. Yeah. Um and uh, I don't know, crash mode wasn't that fun for me uh, yeah. in this game. I ended up liking it a lot, but there were a few maps where I had to I had to like redo the thing over and over and over again to try to get that gold. Like I just I, it, there are just so many cars that you have to just barely nick so that they just wipe out and just take down a whole section of cars. And then I have to like fly over the one that I just barely nicked and like land on top of another one, blow that one up and like slide my way across to this parking lot where there are a bunch of them just sitting by themselves. And then when I get the crash breaker, I can blow it up and hope I land on another car in another parking lot. Like very extensive. Um, I didn't like it quite as much as Burnout threes, but I did think overall this game, uh, like I said before, it does have some of the best racing um, elements in any burnout that I've ever played. Like, I think the crash breaker, um, the crash breaker element in this game makes it makes it a blast. Um, I did. I don't know about you, but I did run into a couple of glitches along the way. Uh, personally, oh, yeah, I did. Where uh, the big one that I would have is I would just fall through the map sometimes. Like I'd be driving and I'd get hit by somebody and I wouldn't die. And I would just like I would just slide through the map. And this happened to me on the last event in the game. (laughs) The last event in the game. I was on the second race. Um, I won the first race first uh, with the being first place. And it was a Grand Prix of four or five. I can't remember in the end. And the first one I won, no problem. The second one, I was in first place. No, no, no. I was in second place, and I rammed the first place off the road, and right as I did so, I fell through the map, and when I got back up, it was at the finish line, too. I was right there. <laughs> and when my car respawned, I was in sixth place. So I went from getting from getting six points added to my score to zero and the next race, I got second place. And then the next one, I got first place, but I still lost the Grand Prix by one point. So I got a silver medal on the last event. And I it's because it's because the game decided that I got a silver medal. There was no other reason besides the glitch that happened. Yeah, for for me, I had uh, <laughs> one of the things I was doing is I was doing one of the uh, the races, the regular races in. I just rammed into like one of the big trucks that happens to be like on the, on the map, you know, Mm. like, and, uh, I fused with it. (laughs) Like my car was like sticking kind of weirdly at an angle, (laughs) like in, in this thing. And I was basically driving the truck now. That's what was happening. And then like after two seconds of me driving this other car, we just, we just blew up. (laughs) And I was like, what the fuck just happened? Cause like it was not, it, it wasn't just like me ramming into him. It was me going in and it was fused. And I, I had no idea what was going on. I was like, am I just this truck now? <laughs> <laughs> Got a new car. <laughs> and the moment that I tried to turn, it was like, 
can't go off its like approved route. Yeah. Uh, God, dude, it was, I was, it was at the end of the fucking race too. And this happened and I was like, God fucking damn it. So I had to, I had to restart. And then this other time, I, one of the, there's, you know, those big gray armored vans that like just randomly come through. Yeah. Yeah. I hit one of those and then it was just like part of my car. Like it was, it was like the front of my car. It was like at a side angle thing. So I was just pushing this van while it was like parked sideways and I was just like going and it was destroying the other cars for me as I was just going. And I was like, this is amazing. I want to do this every time. That's awesome. You'd sound like a plow, like a fucking snow plow. Yeah, dude. Like, this, uh... and then I got, I got hit on the side and then like the, like it was happened to be at like an intersection and then the van just like drove off and I was like, no, Why he drove off. <laughs> yeah. It was, it had no damage. It was like, that's, as I had exploded. <laughs> that's awesome. This game, uh, this game is very addicted to carnage, even within itself. Like the game promotes it because it, uh, unlike three, like if you ram a car from behind and you're going the same direction and it's not a big car, like it doesn't outweigh you by a million tons. You'll ram it, and it'll fly, and it'll fly off, right? And and you can use those to attack other racers. Um, So this game promotes that, and it also brings back one of the old, uh, one of the things I love from Burnout 3, which is whenever you wreck, like, everything in this game, all the other cars just go towards you. Like, they'll be going, like, 20 miles an hour, and they'll just fucking gun that gas pedal and smash into you, and then, like, everything just becomes this giant pile of carnage and you know mayhem that's another thing that uh revenge brings back and i just i don't know it's just a blast like seeing how ridiculous it gets sometimes like like a car that's nowhere near like it doesn't need to come over where i'm at but then it just suddenly like goes on two wheels like starts rolling and just lands on top of me and explodes and it's just like it's like a it's like a dog pile like there's just no reason it just happens in the yeah, there's a lot of stuff that I really like in this game. Like I did the uh, the Assassin's Creed takedown is what I like to call it. There's one where I was like going off of a ramp and had some major air and then I landed on top of another <laughs> car and then it was like vertical takedown. And I was like, no, that's the Assassin's Creed takedown. He just went fucking for it. Nice. Uh, and I, I really like stuff like that because like they, they didn't have anything as far as I remember like that in burnout three, but they also have, and they also had like improved AI, um, for, for the enemy racers. Cause like in three, it was fairly easy to take them out, you know, but in this one, they go for you. Yeah. They try to fuck you at every (laughs) turn. And they accomplished that when I was starting this. Cause I was like, I had lost all of my burnout three skill and they were just fucking me. Yeah, they're rough. They, uh, I agree. I think the AI is improved over Burnout 3. Um, it's, and it's crazy because, like, I think I look at some of the races and I'm like, oh, I can do 25 takedowns. And it's like, maybe, but, uh, this isn't the olden days where you're getting 60, 70 takedowns in one map. This oh, is yeah, hard. Dude, I, Burnout 3, I got like over 200 in the regular Road Rage because I was just going for it and I was a god. But not in this game. They yeah. they want me too hard for that. Yeah, I would say it's a uh, I would say it's a plus though. I mean, I 
I don't like just steamrolling over games necessarily. Um, ah, but in Burnout 3, it was like also survival because you didn't have that thing where uh, if you hit them from behind, then they just go flying. Like for the regular other cars, you had to avoid the other cars. And yeah. you could slam the other, like your enemy cars, into those other cars to get them to crash. That's true, yeah. And you can't do that in this one because they also just burn through the other cars. Uh, I think you still can. I think you can wreck them into cars. Yeah, they um, have to be the really big cars for that to happen. Otherwise, they're, they're just fine. You have to basically slam them into certain spots, like uh, random pillars that we'll have that we'll have in the in the maps, or just like into little dents or whatever that, to take them out. Yeah, I. Uh, well, I mean, like I said, I think this game. I think this game does have some of the best racing elements um i've ever done and yeah it's, the game's racing is improved over burnout 3 i would say but i feel like i still prefer road rage in 3 yeah yeah i was gonna say that too i mean and the thing is is i played this game years and years ago because when i the thing that made me want a ps2 was burnout 3 I played the demo in Walmart, and I was like, oh my god, this game is, is amazing. the greatest <laughs> racing game of all time. It's like, the graphics look phenomenal, the cars, are so much carnage, just ridiculous amounts of destruction, like, I need this. So I got my PS2, I got Burnout 3, I never finished it, because, like, the races get stupid hard near the end with this <laughs> fucking F1... Formula One piece of shit cars. The cars that no one can ever possibly use. Yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. just it's just stupid hard. But this one I actually beat. <laughs> and that was nice. Um, I do like a couple of the gameplay elements that they tinkered with a little bit in this one. Um, I like the setup of... I like the setup of the, uh, the progress bar, the character level, unlocking most of the stuff. And then, of course, you have to, like... At least get a medal in each event to unlock the subsequent events. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it doesn't seem as intimidating as Burnout Three, which is surprising because it has I think it has oh, it has about as many races. It's like one seventy one for three or something like yeah. that. It's for Burnout Three was more open with your choices, whereas this one there's like a very firm line of progression yeah yeah although at the same time i would say you do have the option to do a lot of different stuff because i was getting i was getting a lot of stars in burnout revenge very early on and i was unlocking like four three four tiers ahead of where i was actually playing Mm -hmm. so i would have like tier number five for racing unlocked as i was playing um as i was playing tier two and I would just finish tier two, move on to three, move on to four, move on to five. And I was, I felt like I was always very much ahead of the curve when it came to the racing events in this game and yeah. in their accordance to the progression. Um, overall, though, I do, I do still think that Burnout 3 is better. I think its gameplay is a little more solid. I never had glitches in 3, ever. Same. Not a single glitch. And in this game, I did. Um, I think I'm think i going to give gameplay... Oh, man. I'm going to give it an... Ah, oh, Caleb, you go first. I'm going to give it an 8. Okay. And, um, uh- I struggled with this. I was thinking a nine, but it did have a lot of glitches. 
And I feel like a lot of the gameplay aspects that I liked in uh, previous games of this, uh, like Burnout 3, is that I didn't feel the difference except for, uh, for like the choice of cars um, unless it was like a Formula One car. Like it... The, there is hardly any difference for me between like a coupe and like a muscle car, which I use the muscle cars primarily in three because they're way better at taking like the out. Uh, they're way better at taking out the other cars. Yeah. Um, but in this one, they were basically all the same unless you were going for speed. Uh, so this one is a better game for racing, but for like all game modes, there's not a lot of variety like there was in three. I feel like, and then also the, uh, um, oh, fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. Nice. Yeah. It's okay. We've been podcasting for eight hours. I know. Today. It's, um, I, I I'm going to give it a nine. I was teetering between eight and nine, but, uh, the glitches make it a nine. So they take one point away because the glitch at the very end of the game where <laughs> I, I should have gotten a gold medal in that final event, but I got, a fucking silver or a bronze instead? That's not okay. And that happened five or six times. Um, I love how the gameplay is more difficult. I love how the cars are fucking assholes and they are out yeah, to get I you. I do like that. And it's they they fuck <clears throat> me pretty hard sometimes. Like I am I was actually quite like impressed. I do, yeah. Uh-huh. I was quite impressed by what they were able to do to me in this game, like guy coming out of just like fucking full angle and i'm like i'm like okay i see this spot i see this tunnel i'm like man i i gotta get in that tunnel and like right as i'm right at the tip of the tunnel right about to enter somebody just took and i just fucking smash (laughs) just nose dive into the fucking tunnel and just get destroyed and i'm like nice that was actually pretty good i mean i hate you for doing it but uh but nice yeah like i would have done that to you but i couldn't um all right i remembered what i was gonna say so the other thing is um, I don't like, uh, how restrictive it was on how, uh, on which cars you could choose. Um, yeah, there were certain crash modes where it forced you, you to play there, as yeah, a certain car. And yeah, one thing I loved and, in and three even was, in some, even in some races, like it really restricted you as well. Yeah. I mean, and some of those burning laps, it's like, Hey, here's a car, go run a lap. And yeah. threes, I hate to keep comparing it to the best racing game ever, but I have to. Yeah, with three, you like have, you could basically choose anything that isn't a joke car. Yeah. So the uh, city bus for every crash mode is the only car you ever need in that fucking game. It's true. That's it. It's amazing. It does so much fucking damage. It's slow <laughs> as hell, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter because it's going to destroy everything in its path. <laughs> uh, so much fun. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll give it a nine. I'll dock it for for the glitches and um, the gameplay. I just. I, I like some of the game modes, and I think that makes up for some of the pain I had with the glitches. Yeah, I um, would say that racing in this one is way good. And I think it makes up for some of the grievances I have with some of the other game modes. Like, traffic attack is fun, but sometimes the uh, the maps are like the, the cars that give you five to seven seconds are really spread out, and they're just pat, just swaths of nothing. Yeah. Just like parts of the freeway where there's there are no cars. So if you wreck before that and you spend five seconds recovering from said wreck, you're not gonna you're not gonna be able to keep playing. You're gonna lose the round, you're gonna lose your medal. Um and then I was also oh yeah, another thing I was annoyed by being able to get a gold medal, but still only getting three stars. So while you're racing, um, like I said, it's uh the medals and the the stars you get at the end of the race are based on your 
based on not only the metal you get, but the amount of carnage you cause. So, like, if your rating is awesome, you'll get a uh, you'll get all the stars. But if you do like a good rating, and like the rating is based on how much destruction and how much chaos you've caused during the uh, the race, right? right? So, if I get a three star rating and I still get a gold medal, I lose. I like I get like a fucking. Uh, I just get three stars out of five. I won the race. I just, I beat everybody else, but I still only get 60% of the stars that I feel I am owed. Yeah. And that was really annoying. So you needed to replay it basically. Yeah. And that was more stars. That yeah. was annoying, especially when I would run into a situation where I would like just barely lose my rating right as the race was ending. Like I yeah. would wreck. And as I was wrecking, I would cross the finish line, get first place and it would go from awesome to good. And it's like, Oh yeah, fuck you. Yeah. That's you basically why four. I was like, I don't really need to go for the medals because like the important thing were the stars for the progression. Yeah. If you just get three, you're like, fine. You don't have to hundred percent this like you did with the three to get credits. You do, but that's disgusting. So yeah, so yeah, uh, I go with the I go with the eight. All right, music and sound. How'd this game sound, and what'd you think of the music? Well, I guess the sound is all right. I mean, it's just basically a lot of car <laughs> sounds and exploding um, sounds. About is there what any it voice, voices at all in this game? Yeah the the original Burnout Three, um, I mean, the original third game in the series, <laughs> uh, has that striker guy who took over for. Uh, Took over for Adam Carolla. Yeah, and didn't last very long. No, he didn't. <laughs> he was the announcer. on Love Line. On Love Line, everybody. Yeah, he, just in case you're like, what are you talking about? Yeah, in case Striker's out there listening to the. I liked the Striker thing. actually. There were some days where Striker would just take over for Adam, and I was like, Striker's really funny. But when Striker was the main guy, it wasn't. It wasn't like a new fangled thing anymore. It was like, oh, this is. He's good, but it's not Adam. But yeah. then the guy who took over for Striker is actually he was really good. Yeah. Yeah, the Mike Mike guy, I can't remember. Anyway, Love Line with Joe. <laughs> yeah. Uh so this one has <laughs> a Love Line uh, podcast. This Love one. Line podcast. You already <laughs> listened to hours and hours of radio. Now listen to the podcast talking <laughs> about the hours and hours of radio. No, no, Love Line commentary. That's what it I promise you there is not a single person who listens to those podcasts about podcasts. There's no one on this planet who listens to those things. So it'll be in that same category. Nice. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, Burnout Revenge features 41 licensed songs on its soundtrack. It has a uh, surprisingly large number of genres including that include a pretty sweet remix of The Doors' Break On Through to the Other Side song. Nice. I dug it. Um, it made me basically just turn the music off and listen to the regular one, though. But whatever. <laughs> I also personally love the "Flyover" song from the Asian Dub Foundation. That one was a blast. Yeah, you do. And of course, wait, wait, uh, sing this song for him. No idea what you're talking. Ah, uh, dude, I can't sing it. It's yeah, like a he, beat. He fucking had to send it to me because of how much he enjoyed it. It's awesome. I was like, oh my god, I, I remember the song from when I used to play this game. It's so good. It's just like a weird, like dubstepy song i don't know it's awesome it's it's got a sweet beat um and then beast and the harlot which is savagely cut down uh <laughs> the uh 
Yeah, you showed me the version from their soundtrack. And yeah. It's, uh, the clean version. They get rid of, of the line about uh, drink the poison wines and fornicating with our kings. They yeah. remove that line from the soundtrack. All, all. It's not even like, they're not like, F this, F that, mother F. And yeah. Just, yeah. And you could find those in Avenged Sevenfold songs. But you can, yeah. Um, it's a weird so- line to cut. Yeah, the game's uh, the game soundtrack is featured on the fictional radio station Crash FM, which, like I said, is sadly no longer hosted by Striker. It's some girl. I don't remember what her name is, but because what I would do is like, uh, it's not that I'm sexist. I would turn the game volume way down. It's not that I'm sexist. I am, but it's not not that. now. Not now. I'm not. Uh, but it's I would turn the game volume down and just listen to the music. So like, she would start talking and there'd just be silence, and I'm like. Hmm. During those cutscenes, quote unquote, <laughs> where you upgrade your skill level, and that's basically yeah. the story of the game is destroy everything. Yeah. Just just ruin this. This place. is how you do this. Uh the gameplay, oh, one other thing I forgot to mention. There are like uh the game also brings back signature takedowns. Um, which is where like they have like cleverly worded uh pictures that get taken, like it's a snapshot of a car like flying through a donut hole and it's like got a, a sweet little caption of it and like there are certain regions that have certain uh takedown opportunities that are these that are these uh special takedowns these signature takedowns and this game brings that back as well i uh didn't get as many of them in this one as i did in three but you know whatever uh caleb what did you think of the soundtrack uh i don't know i thought it was okay I disabled my soundtrack for the most part. Um, there were there were like five songs that I left on there. One of them, one of the other ones was like a weird hip hoppy kind of cool little beat that I only listened to once. I just thought it was cool for a second, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll leave that one on." The game unfortunately forces you to listen to its fucking music while you're in the menu because it has the yeah. option on everywhere or like race only. Menu only and off, but only like five of them have the ver- the option to actually turn off forever, and the rest you just have to suffer through during the menu. Um, and also during the uh, autosave function, which I leave on, and it forces me to listen to like 10 seconds of fucking yellow card. <laughs> um, but uh, I don't know. I don't think it was the worst thing ever. It's, it's not the worst thing ever, but I mean, like, it's kind of hard with a game that has a soundtrack that's made up from, like, actual songs that you hear, like, on the radio and things like that. I just, uh, I don't know, because there's always going to be songs that you don't like, and I, that was more than half of the soundtrack, basically, so I had to turn them off, and so the stuff that I heard was great. But stuff that was still there, I didn't care for. Did you leave on the Doors remix? Uh, yeah, I did. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, I guess I'd give sound like a six. Well, no, I'll give it a seven. For sound and music, yeah, because I mean, it sounds the game sounds fine, and the music, I I got to give it a low score just because like a majority of the songs I didn't care for, and it's just songs that I know it's supposed to be like songs that you hear on the radio, and that's basically what they're yeah. going for. But I mean, <sighs> I don't know. A game that's entirely about racing and crashing and destroying things, you kind of want more like heavy metal the entire time. 
You want a Doom soundtrack. Yeah. That's what you want, and that's not what you get. <laughs> no, the heaviest song in there is the fucking Beast on the Harlot song by Avenged Sevenfold. Yeah. That's a decently heavy song, I guess, but there are so many others that we have available to us. Um, I think I'm going to give Sound of Music an eight. Um, I mean, they did a decent job of licensing out big music, and like you said, it does feel like an actual radio because most of the music that I like isn't really on the radio very often, if ever. So um, it felt very realistic in that sense. I think <laughs> because the, of the songs that you have to hear in order yeah. to hear the songs you want to hear. Yes, exactly. Um, I think the sound element of this game is a five out of five easily. I, everything sounds great. The explosions are bassy. They have that oomph that uh, they need to have, and it really helps with the immersion into the Burnout Revenge universe. Um, but the music, I'll give three out of five. Um, taking two points just because I... I don't really dig the soundtrack, and I—I I don't know. I just don't like the fact I, that I, I can't turn it off. Other than the yeah, other than the fact that uh, I mean, it's supposed to be like the radio. Um, it just doesn't really fit the game. Yeah, it needs to be something. There's else, like yeah. a lot of lighthearted songs and stuff in there, and like weird, depressing songs. It's like, what the fuck? This is a game that I'm trying to destroy everything. Why is this in here? Yeah, it just doesn't feel right. It's supposed times. to be a highly adrenaline fueled game, and that's not what the soundtrack is like helping to deliver. That's fair. So yeah, it does deliver on the realistic feel of what a music station is. But it fails when it comes to what the game is, which I think is more important easily in this case. Yeah. All right, man. What did you think of the design? Um, how does this game look? Does it hold up to this day? I mean, what do you think? Looks fine. Uh, I think it looks okay for a PS2 game, especially like a racing one. Um, they they do they have the nice gloss on some of the shinier cars. You know, it's got. Uh, I thought the maps were decently. Um, we're decently put together. Uh, yeah, I mean, it looks, it looks like a racing game. Yeah. Um, I like the, I like the shininess. I love seeing those crisp, clean cars and then just fucking destroying them. Yeah. Um, I love the, the way the carnage happens. I love how in the game you, uh, you have the ability to, you have the ability to see like, in the crash mode, like it'll be the camera will be panning around and you'll be able to like see the results of your carnage. And there's like just a wheel just rolling, like yeah. it's just like rolling along, just doing <laughs> its own thing. And I'm like, that's it just looks awesome. Like I, I really dig the design of the game. Um, it is pretty standard fare as far as the the maps are concerned. Like some of the some of the racing areas aren't really that fulfilling which is kind of unfortunate because you go back to a lot of them multiple times. Yeah, there's like the they do the thing where in Burnout Three they have the forwards and backwards. Like yeah, the and stuff. then you'll have like yeah. a crash race and then like a burning lap and like you spend a lot of time in some of these racing uh, areas, these tracks, and it doesn't feel um, it doesn't feel quite as iconic to me as like as like the Shoreside Vale or whatever it is in uh, Burnout Three, the one where we get one to 200 takedowns. Oh, that first try. map. I can't yeah. remember what that one's called. It's, it's, it's great. And, uh, it's, silver Lake, I think is what it is. Silver Lake. Yeah. That's one of them. I think that is the one actually silver Lake northbound or southbound. It's, southbound. North, it's northbound. Not for me. It's not. 
went <laughs> southbound. I think so. Yeah, but the uh, it's it, it has a lot of great uh, of great things going for it, and I mean, I love the way the explosions look. I love the way uh, love the way everything looks. I think it's aged pretty well. I played it on the old uh, tube TV. Um, Initially, I hooked it up to my plasma or my uh, LCD upstairs, but I was like, "Yeah, this kind of looks like shit." And I have that. Yeah, it was a, I did that too with mine. I plugged it into my um, the, uh, into my TV, which is an eight, it's a flat screen, so obviously it looks blurry and terrible. Yeah. So I plugged it into my converter thing. Finally, got a use for it, and it looked a lot better. Yeah, it. I think it looks fine. I mean, it's. I think it's a step up from the third game graphically. Um, I think it's technically a step up too i think there are more physics more mechanics that are actually part of the game than there were in burnout 3 i think Um, some yes more more i think the ai may be just a little better but i think that there's like more mechanics regarding like how certain cars work and feel in three okay that's fair all right so what are you going to give uh design out of 10 for this game uh an eight i mean it's uh it's it's pretty standard um it's just a ra- it's it's a racing game. You can't really change much about them. They're just basically meant to look like cars. They look like cars. Yeah. But like I mean, I do remember though. There was this kid in high school. I remember this for some reason. I don't remember who who he was, but he was telling me like, "Oh man, that Grand Theft Auto that has some sweet cars in it." And I was like, "No, dude, Burnout has sweet cars. Grand Theft Auto cars look like shit. <laughs> like there's one that looks like a." cobra or not a cobra a uh a viper that's it the rest of them are trash burnout Burnout sports cars only yeah sports cars only (laughs) um i'm gonna give i'm gonna give the design an eight as well um i think it's i think it's pretty solid there are it does get pretty repetitive with some of the zones i feel like they could have done a little bit more work i think some of the stuff from previous titles are a little more iconic as far as the uh as far as the aesthetic, the look feel and feel, yeah, of these zones. Um, but overall, I I did think it's a I do think it's a great looking game, and I love seeing those wonderful cars just crumble. Yeah, I did experience some glitches with like the the look of stuff. Like there was some clipping and oh yeah, and some, some stretching. Suddenly and, the ground is not below you. Ing. Yeah, yeah, some <laughs> ground is not below you, and, and then, suddenly you're falling into the abyss. And some like warp speed stretching, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No warp speed. Um, all right, so the final and some would argue the most important category for the Nude Clan ranking, the replayability. Will you play this game again? Did you play this game again after you completed the final race? Uh, I did play it again, actually. I played it a little bit this week to kind of uh, get some refresh uh, right before the right before the uh, review, clean out your asshole before you. Yeah, basically, show. you know. Yeah, uh, I it was only thinking does of, that before reviews. <laughs> yeah, um, I probably will play it again, uh, just to see if I can unlock more stuff. Um, but I think more of my replayability for it comes from wanting to play Burnout Three. because <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, I mean it's a lot like Burnout Three, and they're both really great. Um, so I, I guess I will play it again. I'll give it, uh, for replayability, a nine. The nine the game has a lot of replay value. I mean, it's extremely fun for racing. Uh, there's, and it has multiplayer, uh, it has crash modes that you can compete against other people with. Um, the, 
and uh, going for the golds, I guess, improving all your times uh, for certain things, like the the normal things that you would do for uh, replayability on on racing games. Yeah, and this one, strangely, for a racing game, it also has the element of collectibles in there. I mean, you've got all these unique uh, signature takedowns that you can go in and be like, well, you know, I gold starred everything, but I don't have 100%. I can yeah, go... I don't have every takedown. Yeah, I can go play around with those, see what kind of punny images they have for me um, and little sweet messages. Because they, they put them in, like, postcards. They make them look like a postcard. Like, you visited this place and, yeah. like, you got a postcard while you were there and it's this guy just, like, in a mangled car, <laughs> uh, you know, in front of a giant donut or whatever the fuck it is. With yeah, a I slammed it. a guy into a, a pillar thing, and it was just like a postcard of like a car wrapped around like this giant uh, pillar thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the, so those are pretty fun. Um, that adds a little bit of replay, and it's just it's just a fun game. Um, I feel like I totally misjudged it in the past. Um, I think it's a lot better than I gave it credit for, and I think honestly, I was just on like a strange high horse from the third game, and I was like. Phew. This isn't exactly that, no. so I can't play it. <laughs> Nothing can be as good as Burnout 3. As good as Burnout 3. As good. No. <laughs> Nothing can be as good as Burnout 3. Well, and, it's true. Burnout 3 is the greatest racing game of all time. And I think that is true, but Burnout Revenge is easily the second best. Um, I haven't played a Need for Speed that I like I think as much. Gran Turismo, anyone? I think it might be no. the third best racing game. Mario Kart? What, no. Hot Pursuit? Hot Pursuit 2. Wow. Hot Pursuit 2 is really good. Is it, I think Hot Pursuit 2 might have been the one that was made by Criterion. Schweiss, <laughs> <laughs> what do you give uh, replayability? Here? I'm going to give it a 9 as well. 9. Um, I played it again afterwards. Like I played one race again, got the gold medal, and then went to bed, and I haven't played it since. But I do plan on playing this game again. Um, Burnout Revenge is uh, yeah. a blast. I definitely would play it again if they put it on uh, PSN for, I would start for the trophies. From the beginning. Yeah. 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 No, that's kind of that's kind of sad. Like trophy hunting makes older games not as replayable in a way. <laughs> like I still want to, but uh I don't know. I would want to more if I had those trophies in front of me. But I I will say this though, um playing this game has made me want to play um it has made me want to pick up Burnout Paradise again. Because I played it back in the day when I got my PS3. I wasn't very impressed with it, so I sold it again. But I've got that stain on my trophies. That disgusting, like, 7% from Burnout <laughs> from uh, Burnout Paradise. I'm going to give it another go, see if you misjudged that one, too. Yeah, maybe it's not that bad, because Revenge definitely wasn't that well, bad. Well, so. Revenge was better than I figured it was going to be. But again, it's after three so i mean and three is the greatest racing game of all time so you guys both like this game yeah oh yeah final thoughts uh burnout three is the greatest racing game of all time burnout so, is worth your time and your money i'd pay probably about <laughs> 10 bucks for it i paid 16 because i couldn't find a i paid copy. six fuck you you must have bought the copy i wanted well, you guys kind of average out it's, it's an 11 dollar game a little over <laughs> Um, I recommend it if you like burnout at all, if you like racing, if you like destruction, this is the game for you. Yeah, honestly, even if you don't like racing games, because I don't really generally care for them, but this this is a game that definitely makes me like racing games. Yes, yeah. <laughs> even if you don't like racing games, play Burnout Revenge. It's fun. Nice. Okay. You'll have fun with it. These are the scores. 
gameplay where you skip the story section because there's no story whatsoever. Yep. Gameplay. Uh, Schweiss gave it a nine. Craig gave it an eight. Music and sound. Schweiss gave it an eight. Craig gave it a seven. For design, Schweiss gave it an eight. Craig gave it an eight. And for replayability, nines all around. Caleb Schweiss's score is thus 34 out of 40. And then Craig's score is 32 out of 40. Um, 66 out of 80 equals roughly 82.5 out of 100. And uh, we always round down. We round up. We round down. Don't we round up? We round down. If um, it's, if it's here's why 5, we round down. If it's 0.5, you round up. I Yes, in math, yes. But for our this. reviews, we round down. And here's why. So it's 82 out of 100. The reason you would do that is I'm pretty sure every other time we round. If there was ever a point, no, we have other. This we had this. I had this argument with other people because I thought we rounded up. We should round up, but we didn't. We don't, and I I see the logic in it. the The logic is, is if somehow ninety nine point five was made, you wouldn't then round it up to a hundred. There's that point five taking it down, so you would take it down to ninety nine out of a hundred. Because it wouldn't be either that, game. or you'd leave it at ninety nine point five. I would leave it, at but 99.5. we don't. We don't leave it. We've already done rounding, so yeah, we round down. People, we round down. Nude clan ain't about that math. So eighty two out of a hundred. That's a good score. It's a good score for yeah, this game. I'm surprised, honestly. I didn't expect anything really? called burnout revenge to get. Uh, I think anybody would like this score. game. It's really fun. Okay. It is. All right. Well, uh, is there anything else we want to discuss on Need Clan today before no, we... Uh, I think I went off on my uh, yeah. Louis C.K. rage earlier. So okay. Yeah. Everything else is fun. And he went on his rager. <coughs> he so did. He, he went uh, on it and on it and on it. Uh, That's what people. We'll, uh, yeah, tweet us, see our website, support us. Yeah, it's Christmas time, guys. Order your gifts through our link. We need your support. Yes. I need yes. your Yes, and sweet, be sure to money. ask us questions on the forums and send us reviews yeah. on iTunes. And uh, speaking of iTunes reviews, we do owe a movie, and no one has submitted reviews. Uh-oh. So really. first review gets it. Woo! Well, people have, and there are a couple that I probably would consider, but I'll give you guys one more week to leave us iTunes reviews, and then we're going to pick it. We're going to pick one. We'll have to pick for one Tomb from Tomb Raider. Uh, yeah, for Tomb Raider. It's a copy, a Blu-ray copy of Tomb Raider and Tomb Raider Cradle of Life. I almost said Cradle of Cradle Phil. Phil. <laughs> Cradle of Phil. Cradle of Phil. Cradle of shit. And uh, <laughs> I'll send that to you guys. Um, give us your reviews. They help the show out a lot. And you can win a Blu-ray. A two, two Blu-ray set for the classic films. Tomb Raider. <laughs> Just I would say Tomb Raider is... Sort of a classic. It was a big hit. Everybody knows it. It kind of made Angelina Jolie famous. I'm not saying it's a good movie. I'm saying it. Yeah, it, it was a. It's yeah, kind of a few of years. If people still remember it, then I would call it a classic. Yeah, that's fair. And it's just in time for the new one. So yeah, get yeah. on that. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next time. Enjoy the nude. What are you looking at me for? That's not my. Live code. always in the nude. I was given the silence for the camera. Oh, nude tacular. Fuck off. Whoa! <laughs> That's a good rendition. Uh, it's very heartfelt. Came <laughs> uh, over, man. Came over. What the fuck are we gonna do now? No. <laughs>
no. And then that line from War Games. <laughs>